I do want to talk about our restaurant and cafe outing today, but I would rather start first with a story that you brought to me today, acting like you discovered some amazing secret that uh, is not news to anyone. I don't think it's news, it to, news to me. It's not news to me. It's news to me. <laughs> this just boggles my mind that you thought this, but you came to me and told me that baby carrots are a lie. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Sally's a pizza. Yeah, no, no, we have an article on this. You were like, you're not going to believe this about baby carrots. And I was like, what, that they're just big carrots cut into that shape? (laughs) You were like, yes, how did you know? (laughs) I don't know if I approached you like that. I don't think the baby carrots had a a part in 9-11 or anything. I was... (laughs) I was just surprised that baby carrots don't aren't don't exist. They they aren't real. <laughs> well, the, the, you, I can't. Did you guys sorry, know this? I'm like sputtering, but I literally can't believe. Where did you think they came no. from? Did you think they grew in that perfect oval shape somewhere? I thought they were smaller carrots. Alice, I don't know. I just took. But wouldn't the word... they still like have dirt on them and be carrot shaped? Alice, have you ever it, seen a carrot grow? I, it's, it's, uh, sometimes I just seed over. <laughs> The conventional wisdom of the proto section to the store and take it at face value. So when it tells me there's baby carrots, I assume those are smaller carrots that are not mature carrots yet. But you guys, I bet you most people who are listening right now don't even know. There's no such thing as baby carrots. Those are just big carrots that are shaved down into those little shapes. I had no idea. I had no idea. How do you think they all end up the same like that? I don't know, Alice. Have you I'd, ever seen a carrot growing? First of all, I don't love carrots, so I've done limited <laughs> research on them. Okay, okay, so, and I will grant you this, because I said this after as we were discussing it, which is the, really the only good carrot is a cooked carrot. Yes, it, yes it is. The only tolerable way to have a carrot is a cooked carrot, ideally, but you don't want it cooked in the way that it remains carroty. It has to be cooked in a way like beef bourguignon or beef stew. Right, right, right. They're great in like stews and it, stuff. Totally, totally, totally. Other than that, ugh. Well, yeah, because it brings out the sugars, and I didn't realize this actually until we were on Awaken 180, but mm-hmm. the carrots are on the banned list of Awaken 180 because they are a more sugary and starchy vegetable, actually. Yeah. So they're not allowed, technically, under Awaken 180, but um, which is fine by me. I could go my whole life without eating a carrot, and I wouldn't really feel a big Same sense here, of but, loss. But one thing is, well, they have a unique texture and snap, so that's one good thing for them. But- um, carrot cake is oddly good. Well, that's because mostly it's just cake. Well, yeah, but it's an oddly good cake. Like the traditional frosting on the carrot- cream cheese frosting. Yeah, is like that's an exceptionally good tasting cake, mm-hmm. and they're pretty much all the same. Totally, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's tough to get a bad one. The same way, like it, 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 it is possible, although more rare these days, to get a bad um, key lime pie. Mm. All carrot cake is pretty much standard issue. Yeah, it almost reminds me of sort of, it to me, it's in the vein of like a zucchini bread or a banana bread, mm-hmm. which is really, you know, you're putting some cinnamon and nutmeg and other spices and maybe nuts inside a cake, and then you're like adding a small amount of your mashed up vegetable or fruit, right? which is really not, um, you know... A, the zucchini and the zucchini cake is like a side note, really. Well, right, exactly. And, and the and, carrots are just an essence of it. I mean, right. in what form does are, are carrots in there? Are, are, they I mean, must be pureed. I don't know. I yeah. don't really like carrot cake, so I don't really know. You don't. I do. I don't really like carrot cake. I do like banana bread. Yeah. And I do. But make... also delicious. In banana bread, like carrot cake, it has the essence of banana. 
Yeah, although the recipe that I make for banana bread, which um, it's a dairy and egg-free banana bread recipe, uses four bananas per loaf, which is on the high side for Mm. banana bread recipes. But I think my banana bread comes out really, really good, don't you, actually? I do. Um, I assume there's a way to use stevia instead of... Yeah, but bananas are really high sugar, though, anyway. I love banana. I always thought it was good. I drink these banana Happy Dads right here. I love banana. I'm not a huge banana flavor person, to be honest with you. I don't love the banana Happy Dads, but I do do enjoy banana bread for whatever reason. I like it. Um, But, yeah, once again, same thing as carrot cake. Like, just now with the carrot cake, you've put frosting on it. And my mom used to do this when I was a kid, too. Um, to like try and be healthy would make muffins and put frosting on them and like tell us they were cupcakes. Oh, the muffin craze. There was a time in the early when 90s. muffins were like considered yeah. super healthy. So oh. that was like my childhood. So that was like we'd be like healthy. It would be healthy. A healthy snack to bring into school would be like yeah. a muffin with frosting on oh, it. Totally. Like, there's really no difference. It's still and just I, was, cake. I remember going. I used to get a medium regular coffee every day. And a muffin, like a bran muffin every day, because you're supposed to have bran muffins. They mm-hmm. were the thing for you. And going into work one time, and this kid who always, like, he, he knew all about alternative music, whatever. And I, when I would say, like, Radiohead is great, he would be like, oh, you haven't heard the Del Fagos, man, the Deftones. Really? He'd always, like, undermine everything he said. Right. Mm-hmm. I said, um, I mentioned that I was eating this muffin because it's healthy for me. He goes, what do you mean it's healthy? It's all sugar and starch and crap. It's total rubbish. And I thought he was a bad person for saying it, but... It, Turns out you were lied to. We were lied to, but the government told us. This is the government pushing. They still do. They still haven't changed the stupid it's food amazing. pyramid. They still do. They still told our daughter in health class this year at her school that um, that you should drink low-fat milk. It's amazing. You know, and Tim and Canton, I've talked to him, our friend and mm-hmm. listener, Tim and Canton, and he said that he doesn't eat... He eats swordfish and things because he had a heart attack and his cardiologist doesn't want him eating fatty meats. It's like, like, wait, what are we going to settle on here? What is it? Is it is 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 eating non-fat stuff the way to go, or is the fat stuff the way? I don't well, know. In particular, with dairy, I mean, I think there's better fats and worse fats too. Like some fats are healthier than others. Like canola oil and stuff is really bad for you. Yeah, right. Which is nothing we were told was good for us. I just oh, yeah. remember it walking along. Okay, because you, you I told were... you in in Newport Beach at Balboa Boulevard, mm-hmm. where, as we were walking along the, the the water there on the way to the market I worked for. Yeah, I was listening to a radio show with the doctor talking about canola oil. It's the oil of the future, and that's how you're going to gain. Uh, muscle in the, it's yeah, so ho- that you could avoid butter by making like a exactly. lot of margarines made out of canola oil. Ah, it's really I gross. I knew that, right? So, yeah. um, but yeah, so canola oil. So there's there's not all fats are created equal, but in particular, low fat dairy is terrible because the way that you get low fat dairy is by increasing the proportion of sugar. It's terrible. So lower fat dairy is higher in sugar. Right. Which is why, you know, when people are eating lower carb, they'll eat like heavy creams and stuff, but yes. they won't eat they won't eat like skim milk. Right. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing that we've done this. And like it, this But yeah, point- and that they're still doing it in the face of all evidence to the contrary. And I assume that the, just this big dairy, you know, just making sure that, uh, I mean, it's always been, 
it's been big wheat, big dairy, you know, and I don't. And these people should have influence, and it is there's nutrition in the law. Well, dairy's really positive, actually, but yeah, but we we do uh, artificially inflate dairy prices in particular by buying up all this dairy. Like the U.S. government buys all this dairy. That's why government cheese is a thing, mm-hmm. is because we have all this dairy that we buy from dairy farmers just as a price control, and so they. You know, they make it into cheese to give out to poor people because otherwise it just goes to waste. Um, speaking of government intervention, Alice, mm-hmm. Chipotle, or as you say, a Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Mm. Travis Kelsey spelled it that way in an old tweet. Of course he did. You don't say Chipotle. I want you to make sure that you that people know you don't say Chipotle. I don't say Chipotle, and I don't say Espresso, and I don't say February. Well, February is how you should say, but but it's fine. It, but do you not say espresso? That's good. And people are bucket naked, not butt naked. <laughs> um, true, true. Although espresso, it is wrong, mm-hmm. but it does the e on espresso does come from the Latin root ex, and it's just been dropped on its way into the Italian. So it does come from the same root as espresso. yeah. But it's mostly said because people who are not literate see something with an e and a p and say oh express because express is a thing well yeah but technically it does come from the same root word but judge it else uh okay chipotle testing automation Mm -hmm. newport beach california which you just talked about chipotle mexican grill is testing technology that will automate some of the operations in its restaurants an automated digital make line hmm? recently installed at the company's test kitchen and design lab Assembles burrito bowls, potentially offering increased capacity and improved speed and accuracy. Um, another tool under development uh, cuts cores and scoops avocados. It uh, could save time and eliminate a less favorable task, but still allow for one of their favorite parts of the job, which oh, is to I add chopped love, onions. I would pay a lot of money for a machine that would um, peel and core avocados for me. Because it just gets your hands so gross doing it. Uh, Avocados are easy when they're ripe. When they're ripe, with it's spoon, easy, but it does, easy. but it does get your hands gross. I disagree with that, but but the point is, really, is that this is where you go. It's happening in California because the minimum wage is getting hiked in California. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have automated everything first. Well, and there's a lot of debate about this because obviously people have wanted wages to be higher for a long time, mm-hmm. um, and. You know, now wages are getting higher and things are more expensive than people want them to be. So many complaints on the Internet about how expensive DoorDash is or how expensive fast food is. I saw one person say that they spent $44 for four people to eat at McDonald's, which is not even like that expensive. That's just like $11 a person. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, pretty. I do a little better than that i think but because i buy in bulk when i do mcdonald's for the family but i you know i don't think that um you know it's not possible to have affordable fast food and have wages where they are currently and going up which they are they're going to continue to go up because people have other options yes you know and that's that's the thing about how this works when you have a supply driven labor issue and the supply of labor is lower than than it needs to be for the economy. So the wages are going to continue to go up and they're going to replace people with automation. 
And, you know, we're seeing it happen in Chipotle. They're starting off just by doing like the burrito bowls and the salads and stuff on this automated assembly line. But it will be more soon. We've talked about drive throughs replacing people um, with these, you know, chat bots that are Mm -hmm. able to take orders. So that'll be another big role, obviously, that those can do. They already they've already removed the process of making change from the McDonald's employees entirely. I don't know what, oh, totally. what the last time you paid with cash at a fast food drive-thru was, but, right. but when you do it, it spits out the amount of change. They don't have to count anything No, no, no. Oh, oh, absolutely. And also there, um, you know, you can tell with the drive-thru is that the drive-thru guy has a headset and he's doing other stuff. They're oh, yeah. like They're like multitasking more. But a place like Chipotle where you're making customized um, burritos and things, that is personnel heavy. That is a talk about mm-hmm. a way to lose well, money. And that's why they're not doing the burritos and stuff at first because right. that's a little trickier. But like the bowls that people order online, you know, so they're starting with the online orders first because those ha- should have all the directions and everything put in there. It doesn't have to do any fancy interpretation. Everything should be pretty like by the book as far as the way people's orders are. So it should be able to, and it doesn't matter as much as like a burrito, the placement and the folding and stuff. They, it can just spit it all into a bowl and it's done. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good opportunity, but I, I definitely think other fast food companies are, I'm sure, investing heavily in this technology as well. Not to mention, I mean, the driverless cars are becoming a thing too. Yep. So this was a big thing also in California is that a lot of delivery drivers are being laid off. Was it Pizza Hut in California that just laid off like thousands of delivery drivers? So that'll be a big one too. And because people like delivery, but these delivery, these delivery items are very expensive because it is very high labor and inefficient Mm -hmm. to have someone come drive you your food. It's almost always they're doing one delivery at a time, you know, because they're coming from farther than a typical like a pizza place delivery restaurant. Well, right? if you're doing like DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. In the cities, it's a little more efficient. But yeah, like there's no. The McDonald's that's delivering and we've had people visiting us try and order them from pretty far away. Like they're making one trip. Yeah. That's crazy to me. So. Who knows? I don't know. But they're going to automate as much as they possibly, possibly can to make this stuff more affordable because that's what people want. Because people say they want high wages, but they want high wages without the high costs. And it doesn't work like that. Coca-Cola, Alice. Here's the Ozempic um, uh, reaction, I guess, and those other things. Coca-Cola very focused on impact of weight loss drugs. They lay in Atlanta. Coca-Cola is among food and beverage companies bracing for the potential impact of a popular diabetes and weight loss drugs on the industry. Uh, James Robert Quincy, chairman and chief executive officer, said it's an area that we are very focused on. Marketed under brands including Ozempic, Wigovi, Manjaro, and others, su- such medications may lead to a significant reduction in calorie consumption among the growing uh, population of users users in the United States. Mm-hmm. Mr. Quincy pointed out... Pointed out pointed to the Atlanta-based company's total beverage strategy, noting we are well-positioned to provide choice and to provide options for people's respective motivations and needs. 
68% of our products have low or no calories today, and we continue to invest in innovation and choice. He said during an October 24th call with, call with our business performance year-to-date gives us confidence that we can deliver on our raised 2023 guidance, said John Murphy, president, yada, yada, yada. So that being said, though, the way a lot of the way those weight loss drugs work is like you just don't want anything. You don't want anything. Yeah. I mean, for one thing, like. There's definitely they do have some kind of like neurological, psychological impact. I don't think, first of all, I don't think they fully know how they work. Yeah. Which is always exciting to when you're trying new pharmaceutical products. Um you know, so part of it's psychological, like people say that they'll stop biting their nails and stuff on them, that just like all compulsive behaviors, right? they just lose them. Compulsive drinking, compulsive right. gambling, biting thing, you know, it just somehow turns off some part of your brain. Um, it also potentially, there's people who have issues with like their digestive system, like getting backed up. Like oh, they just don't move stuff through their system as fast. Like you, because they're not eating hungry. crap. In other words, no, but you just don't. You're not like hungry. Oh, at all. Stuff doesn't move through your system fast at all. Like you're just not interested. And people get like backed up, like constipated, and they Very don't like. So, my question when it comes to Coca Cola is like, yeah, Diet Coke has no calories. But I don't think people are going to be pounding 50 Diet Cokes when they're on semaglutide drugs either. So uh, when when he says they're bracing for the change, I, I assume that it means that they're panicking. I mean, then... Yeah, I would think that they're panicking. And I would think that they're panicking because right now this stuff is only approved by insurance for diabetes. Oh, really? So people who are doing it for weight loss are buying it. And it's like a couple thousand bucks a month. Oh. So once it gets approved by insurances for weight loss, which it's going to be because the demand is huge, especially for Medicaid, which a ton of obese people are on Medicaid. And it's to Medicaid's advantage to approve it because obesity is so, so expensive for them. You know, so if they can pay a couple thousand dollars a month and get or even a negotiated lower price... And get all these people who are having heart attacks and strokes all over the place onto this drug, then, you know, right now it's like a small percentage, it's like 1% of the population taking it or something. But what's going to happen when anybody who wants it can get Medicaid to cover it? Well, right. And well, wouldn't my doctor suggest it for me? Of course. Of course. How could they not? You know, being yeah, it would be obese is a condition market. that needs to be treated. Right. So, of course they would. And, you know, there's trade-offs. Obviously, I'm not a huge fan of drugs like that. I think it's probably much, much better for you to uh, work on eating in a long-term sustainable way that's not going to make you fat rather than drugging yourself into being Because we'll find out what the side effects are (laughs) when we find out what the side effects are. (laughs) Right. Um, You know, and sometimes things just don't agree with you like you've had that because you've tried those drugs that are for like not if you don't want to drink that night to, yeah, like, yeah that curb the desire to drink mm-hmm. that like boo prefer or, or whatever yeah, yeah or, it, or it, it it um it it shuts you down kind of so that you're like it takes an hour to drink a beer and then you just get tired and go to sleep like that yeah kind of you like don't have the compulsion to drink or whatever right. the way that you do if you're like trying to drink right 
And so, and you've tried that, and you like hate how it makes you feel for totally. like the next twenty four hours after. Like, oh, totally. You don't like it. Yeah, totally. And so, yeah, it does like it does shut you down for not wanting to drink, but it also just shuts me down. And, right. And I worry about that with stuff like Ozempic as well. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, it can kill all my habits, and that's good because I've got a good number of habits <laughs> that are bad. Doesn't don't we all? But the same thing is like. Where the bad habits live is also probably where some good characteristics... Some, like, creativity exactly, and stuff Exactly, exactly. Totally. I really do believe that big time. Even like this year, earlier this year, when I took the psychotropic, whatever it was that I took, mm-hmm. because for um, for anxiety, it's like, yeah, thanks. It, I'm no longer anxious, but I have a freaking concussion now. I'm walking around and, you know, nothing is, like, real as it should be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I do wonder that never having taken it, so I don't know what it feels like to be on a Zempic or Wegovy or one of these. And you know, I assume different people; it's different for them. But you know, I'd be worried about stuff. Like, I'm creeped out actually by the idea that it kills all your compulsive behaviors because it makes me wonder, like, what else is it doing to your brain then? Right. And it makes me wonder, like, I like eating and I like food a lot. And right. does it just like knock that out? Because you'll hear people say that they're just uninterested and, and, and in food altogether. And we talk about altogether. this on the other podcast a lot. We're not at an age of enlightenment here. <laughs> we are just as crazy as the lobotomy times and the times when we right. had the actual cocaine and Coca-Cola. We're not afraid to be crazy with stuff in this country. Mm-hmm. Now, more than ever, there's more money in it than ever. Of course. So, I mean, trade-offs, right? Like, there are a lot of really overweight people in this country who caused themselves and people around them a lot of grief with really terrible food choices. And, I mean, we've seen it on, like, My 600-Pound Life and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, there are people that just, like, eat themselves and their loved ones into the grave. Right. And, and a like, bunch of those have been dying recently, but as a matter of fact. Yeah. And, I mean, like, would it be better for those people to be on, like, an Ozempic? All things yes. considered, probably yeah. Yes, because I also think I noticed, and when I watch my six hundred pound life, is that they're not eating the right things. Yeah, no, it's joyless. It's joyless things. It's, it's like chicken and waffles and stuff. It's like if you're gonna get fat, then mm-hmm. go with the linguine, uh, you know, Alfredo, whatever. Be be uh, messy, but I mean, just. And the people who are like really that fat, you have to like really work and power through. Yeah, no. You have to like go to the drive-through and order yourself like ten Big Macs and like work through them all. Yeah, hard. That's tough. Seems miserable, but yeah, no. I I would think that you you have to that for people like that that really like that it's a depressing compulsion and it's joyless in that way. Yes, they probably would be better off with that drug so right. and, 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 and as of course and it's so insidious too because as you become ineligible for other um forms of pleasure because you've gotten so big that's then, your only thing exactly, that's your only thing it's just, it's like hitting the morphine button you know you just yeah. want more of that it is it is it is pretty heartbreaking actually when you think about that mm-hmm. so if that gives people like that like a new chance at life then i'm all for them doing it but i think that we're approaching a time when no one in this country will have to be fat anymore which was also like 100 years ago <laughs> well, uh i mean i think you, if Ellis, you see Ben Franklin, in, in, he looks a little rotund now. Uh, 
you know, we I got some. We're rock. We're rolling now. You, you yeah, don't. we didn't. People didn't quite use to get like this. I don't think, but but we're approaching a time what, which is gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see what this does to like all the body positivity people. We talked about this a little bit last time about like the fat joy camp and stuff. You remember that? Of course I do. Like so, it's gonna be all the fat. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens to the fat positivity movement when literally no one has to be fat anymore there you'll have a choice you can either do it by eating normally or you can do it by taking a drug that is maybe lobotomizes you slightly so that you eat normally but i mean like everyone hey, is, everyone it, will be able to be skinny which will be an interesting thing to happen well yeah you're right and i think this i think this big time way more will affect women oh yeah oh yeah because gone are going to be all the like dove ads right. with fat chicks in their underwear in them and stuff and like these models who with the like huge like arm rolls and stuff mm -hmm. like that's gonna all be done i think guys will be mo more likely to in, in some women more likely to a lot of guys are fat because they like to drink mm -hmm. and i think a lot of guys will say um I still want to have eleven beers on a Friday <laughs> night, and because that's that's fun. I mean, right. I know it's destructive and all that stuff as well, and it's like eating like six wedding cakes. But but still, I I think I, I'm just not based on anything really at all. But like, if I didn't have any vices, I know there are people who don't. But usually, they all the vices have been replaced by like a, a renewed belief in God or or something like that. Like anything, like some of these things are really fun. Yeah, like what if you just do wholesome good stuff all the time now? Yeah, if I was knitting, <laughs> doing puzzles. I, I don't, I don't get. That. I assume that that it is something. I'm, but I guess doing puzzles. I'm nervous <laughs> thinking about that, Alice. Well, if maybe if you took the right drug, you could fix that. Start on doing puzzles. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, speaking so of drinking. A, oh, I was just gonna say we had a great um, restaurant experience this morning. Oh yeah, that was the um, the Morning Buzz Cafe in Amesbury. It is so impeccable that the the staff is fantastic. This is North Shore. It's not even North Shore really up here. It's more like technically like is Merrimack Amesbury Valley. Merrimack Valley, yeah. But it is, it is, it is so this area, New England, Boston. The look of the folks in there, the look of the the, the staff. They're so, um, I love it. I the the. Their service is totally on point. They are moving a lot of people in and out of there. It's damn delicious. They're so I brought fast. my own hot sauce today. I had a ridiculously good. Um, what did I have? I had uh, three, two eggs over on, um, and they have their own. And I'm, I'm trying not to eat this. I'm trying not to eat carbs, but I can't help. I can't walk by, by corned beef hash and not eat it. Corned beef hash, and I got a side of hollandaise, which is now a thing everywhere, which I love. And I brought my own hot sauce, and then I whacked out some of my kids' stuff. They had sausage gravy. Our son, interestingly, which I understand, not a fan of the hollandaise or the sausage gravy, which I'm kind of with it. I mean, I can do it in a certain frame of mind, mm. but he said he doesn't like gelatinous sauces. Yeah, he likes order. And I also think that he's not, and that's our 10-year-old. He mm -hmm. is 10, right? He is... I also think there's something to be said for a lot of kids, and this includes me until I hit 30, are not into breakfast. It's just like too early. Your stomach doesn't feel ready for it. 
Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but man, that place is good. The Morning Buzz Cafe in Amesbury. Amesbury itself is awesome, too. I, I know a lot of people. I had a tuna melt, which was awesome. Oh, it looked- you can order lunch and breakfast the whole time, which I'm a big mm. fan of, too. Because a lot of times I feel like lunch foods, too. Um, but let's say, but that tuna melt, it is notable. That was a big bastard. That was like a cat's deli uh, yeah. tuna, tuna melt. That was a big SOB. That was good looking. I didn't have any. Oh, man. I could take mm-hmm. another whack at all that stuff. It was really good. Service was fantastic. Yeah. And I was going to say this. Maybe it's partially because they do the like letting you see yourself thing, which can devolve rapidly into chaos in a lot of circumstances, but somehow works there. And the only reason it can work there because they are so busy is that they move people in and out very quickly which with kids is awesome maybe if you're the type of person that likes to sit there forever and like mull over your drink then it's not for you but they you order the drinks come you place your food order the food comes and then the staff is like the 86 celtics they're so good they're so good and they're so good at so many different things the bartender rather uh telegenic bartender by the way alice Oh, I missed it. She was rather telegenic. I make note of these things. Um, she's slinging drinks at the bar because they had fantastic Bloody Marys. We had one. Oh, it was delicious. Delicious. And and then she was over by our table because she was like pitching in to help some a server. So they, these, these people, it's got to be family run. They are just on point there. It was a great great breakfast it like rocked me I and mean, i don't know if i'm li- literally gonna have to eat again today we mm-hmm. i rock and roll I- and everything yeah everything was great they had specials our daughter had the red velvet um waffle right uh, which like- was a winner had frosting red velvet also traditionally served with cream cheese frosting i believe correct? yes it is so Always i wonder i did not taste it in nascar if it was cream cheese frosting but it, the red velvet waffle had frosting and sprinkles and whipped cream on it which just looks awesome so yeah that's all on our instagram as well on the all you can eat delicious podcast. delicious um morning buzz morning buzz oh and you know what else this is one more final note about this we did not order this today but the last time we were there one of our kids ordered a hot dog and it was like the best hot dog that's That's ever been served in a restaurant it was like i don't even know how to explain but the bun was like one stick of butter per bun it was gorgeous (laughs) it was gorgeous it was was so beautiful oh that was like the best hot dog i've ever seen in a restaurant and they've got lots of parking too which is Mm -hmm. a good thing um Speaking of drinking, Alice, drinking your Doritos nacho cheese flavored liquor is I'm now. I'm very concerned about this. Is now a thing. So, um, why are we doing this? Why? I always thought, even with, with the absolute vodka, like getting into all these different hot pepper vodka, cucumber vodka. Well, we had a chat about this before once, at least once on this show, where we talked about savory cocktails and mm-hmm. how savory cocktails are a thing and some places are getting into them. Good Bloody Marys this morning, too. But, I mean... Which I had mentioned most, just minutes ago. Yeah, but that fits into also what we're saying. Yes. Um, there's a limited role for the savory cocktail. Mm-hmm. Very limited. Totally agree. And there's only so much. And, you know, like, once you've exhausted the Bloody Mary, like, you're... There's not that much other place to go. Uh, agreed. And, and also, I don't want my cocktail to taste like a kid's potato chip. <laughs> it's like, I don't want the... I mean, this has been a long time coming. There has been, like, gummy bear martinis, etc. Um, but, uh, like, looking looking now in the in the packy, and there's, like, Sunny Delight stuff and the other... That being said, those... um, Is it ranch water that makes one of those seltzers that's just, like, 
spicy flavored. Oh, is is it? Isn't there the ranch water yes, that's yes. just like the kind of hot tasting one? Yes, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. We actually I have I got for you um some white Russian. Oh, those cut water yeah, yeah. white Russians that those are like fourteen percent alcohol. <laughs> that killed me last time. I did not know until I yeah it was not yeah. <sighs> but it was still good. Yeah. Oh man. Um, what else did I want to hit before we go? Um, so where's the place? You the um a pizza opening in Woburn. Oh yes, which we've now talked pizza. about like three times. Sally's a pizza opening in Woburn. You're Sally's supposed to pronounce it a pizza. Oh, okay. I'm not going to, obviously. But, um, and so we should reach out to them and do a... Nobody's reviewing pizzas, I don't think. So it would be good if we reviewed one. Nobody. And, but I'm going to try it, as a matter of fact. And we should reach out to them, say hello, since they're new over there. Supposedly, it's the best pizza in Connecticut. Is the Sally's a pizza in um, in New Haven. And Oh, wait. I can't eat it. I've got to lose weight, Alice. I'm working on the weight loss. You could, for example, probably have like... One bite. That's has anybody done that? Yet? <laughs> no, I don't. Then think I'll so. do that. It's going to be just one bite. I think everybody will know the rules. Else, as a matter of fact. Well, I hate nostalgia because I can't climb up that hill without thinking your name. I hate nostalgia. Still think about you. It's been so long. I'm so lame. I hate nostalgia Hope you hate it too Hope you wonder What am I doing and who I'm pursuing I hope you think I lead A really exotic life The way I think about you You probably have a wife of your job And you go to church on Sundays And barbecue on weekends Out in your backyard Sometimes think about me 